Welcome back to During Business Hours, where we're testing Mazio's Pizza Rollies. Pepperolis. Pepperolis. Excuse them, why? So apparently this is like cheese pepperonis mashed up into a biscuit. Cinnamon roll style. C- cinnamon roll style. Thoughts? Lovely. Just lovely. And Mazio's marinara is the best. The best? The best. I don't know about like homemade, but mm. out of the places here. Newman's. This is Newman's. Out of, this is out of the bottles, Newman's. I make something like this. Pillsbury biscuit maker pieces. I just roll them out and I uh, wrap them with mozzarella. A couple pieces of pepperoni. We bake them 15 minutes, 375. Mm-hmm. And then Newman's own. Hands down, this is Newman's own original recipe. Oh, no, man. <clears throat> I'm about to go get a bottle from my house, which is like 600 feet away. Oh, really? Yeah, I know it for sure. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a, I would bet my left happily on they just took a wholesale smart and final bottle of Newman's own. And, every day? and Every day and just dump it. I don't know if this is going to be good for content at all, just us eating. <laughs> so, <clears throat> are you ready for that story? Was, we got to lead into it. store has been booming. Booming. And I'm the only technician. Yeah. Looks like it. Mm-hmm. What you saw yesterday. Yeah. I was just running around, chicken, my head cut off. Like Yeah, yesterday was pretty busy it for you. It was horrible. And you know what we ended up doing financially after yesterday? What? Like, it, it was probably one of the busiest days that I've had in, like, two weeks. We made $384. Nobody picked up. Nobody picked up? Nobody picked up. A lot of people dropped off, paid their diagnostic. I think it was, like, 12 people. And then didn't pick up. So there's one guy who paid cash. but So, like, an extra 120 or I think it was 140 bucks, so maybe 500 bucks On a day that was easily, like, three grand. Mm-hmm. That's always the frustrating ones where you're like, I want my, my verification. Like, it's going to be validated now and then you're like damn it that really sucks i worked for nothing that's the problem with small business though like if you made 15 appointments in a day and nobody showed yeah be killer dude depressing you probably have in your industry you get stuff ready though like you mix up bags and stuff like that no i found out because like i I did that when i first started um like the first uh, house call i ever made they wanted the myers cocktail which is like literally everything it was like a group of ladies that had like a ladies weekend or whatever and ladies weekend and i was like oh dude yeah i'm gonna have like three four patients i'm gonna make the big bucks and i gotten all them ready and i was i just couldn't end up getting an iv on this one lady and it threw everything in disarray and i mean it was just like a waste of product you know a waste of vitamins at one iv or all four just one. Okay, so you still made the sale on three. Yeah, yeah, well, but it was depressing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad, but still, like, I I ended up learning like I want to make sure. So what I do now is I make sure I get the IV in and it's running, and then I pull everything up and then put it into the bag. That way, I don't have like anything come up in terms of like, well, you know, like stopped or it just doesn't want to go, and I don't have to waste uh, all these vitamins and stuff. What would it take for you to be a house call person? What is the licensing there? I am a house call person. I mean, for, say, somebody wanted medical checkups. I'm having chest pains. Just, I don't don't want to call the ambulance and get a big bill. Can you come out and and see if there's something wrong? need to be a doctor. You have to be a doctor even to just come and check on somebody if they trust you. 
I mean, there's a thing called community paramedicine or mm-hmm. paramedics, but they still have like a doctor oversee them and they're like under an ambulance service. I still think there's something you could do to make because it's going to sound bad. There are so many old elderly and needy people in this town that there's not enough EMS here. So if there was a privatized care person going door to door when people needed it, I think that's damn good money. Something you could bill insurance, you could do. I just don't know what you're missing that you could, you know, just a, a doctor backing you basically. That and then all the equipment, all the medicines. I'd have to go through the board of EMS. If I had like a vehicle, like an ambulance or whatever, mm-hmm. then they would need to okay it in case to carry all the meds and drugs and stuff. And How much does an ambulance actually carry drug-wise? Uh, it carries all the basics. So it carries sugar, carries aspirin. I mean drugs. Drugs? Like narcotics. It, it, well, I mean, we have them in a, like, like in a safe. Schedule 2, Schedule 3. Yeah, the narcs. Ketamine, morphine, fentanyl. I love how a licensed DMS person will call it fentanyl. What? We, we call it fentanyl. Fentanyl? Yeah, we're chasing fentanyl. Yeah. Loyal to the foil. <laughs> fentanyl. <coughs> fentanyl, that morphine. Oh, that God, ketamine. morphine was horrible. It was always a downer. You know, it's a downer anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But... Morphine was that thing like, okay, you really fucked yourself up. You need something to mellow out and just not run around town. You're a drug addict, and you're like, you know what? I don't want to be hyper or go, go, go. I don't want to feel like I'm itching myself. Take some morphine. But you really feel depressed because it's morphine, so you don't really kick in that euphoria. It's just constant pain release, whatever you're going through. Like, There was a time in 2012 I put my hand under a scalding, boiling hot pan for a good 30 seconds to get narcotics and I was I was withdrawn real bad my girlfriend at the time and her friend were there and the night before we were talking about how life's great we got a bunch of meds to get through the weekend and somehow we ended up having too much fun together and three of us took a weekend's worth of medication and the next morning I was just like freaking out anxious need some drugs pissed off at the world yelling at everything smashing pants spot and stuff and i go to empty cup of noodles and i'm like this is the easiest way this is the easiest way like scalding hot mm-hmm. and just burn the hell out of my right hand um yeah i just still don't grow hair but you know it's one of those things yeah uh got myself some narco nar- narcotics narcos 10 325s at the time, I think it was 10 750s through the VA because they mm. didn't want people to take those. But that was the craziest thing I've done to get medication. But everyone always talked about robbing ambulances back then. They yeah. were like, oh, I bet it's got cocaine. I bet it's got this. I bet it's got that. You know, even dentists use this, that, and the other. I'm like, yeah, there's only two people. It wouldn't be too crazy. But I never crossed that threshold to be like, Let's rob somebody and get this. Right. We uh, There was a story I think I mentioned earlier where I broke into somebody's house, almost got accused of murder. Basically, that was like my down, downtrodden point. Your roll to rock bottom? Yeah. But boy, I came close to possibly breaking into an ambulance once. Just sitting there thinking like, there's something good in there. I need it. I need it now. Yeah. How can I do this? You guys ever get robbed when you're on? Uh, no. Never. Nobody ever uh, came up to you. 
Mm-hmm. Like run them pockets, nothing? Nope. Damn, you need to go the, to Chirac. The, the only thing that uh, came close to it was when I was in New York, and it wasn't my ambulance, but so what happened is we were stationed at this hotel, and that's where we were dispatched from for the city of Syracuse. And we had, uh, you know, like uh, hotels have like the drive, drive mm-hmm. the, like the little U where you can go in and drop the your ballet, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where there was a spot in front of it where we parked our ambulances for day shift and night shift. It's supposed to be for emergency vehicles, right? <clears throat> yeah, like cops and whatnot. Yeah, so we had our ambulances there, and apparently night shift. There was this uh, dude that came into the to the hotel, just freaking whack job. So they kicked him out. Security kicked him out, and then he stole one of our ambulances. Took it on a joyride, but he didn't steal anything from it. He just—that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. I hate to say it like that, but if you're going down, there's not much more charges you can get than like you know. Let me shoot up a bit. Let me smoke a little bit. Well, actually, for for the FEMA stuff, the paramedics had to carry the drugs on on us. Because of Could stuff you like imagine that. if you got like clipped by a bike messenger and all those powderous, you know, liquid materials just went flying? Yeah. Gosh. Luckily, they're like in a one of those like pelican cases. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they got the freaking like zip the, ties. The, uh, what is it? Amphetamine shots, the andro- adrenaline. Yeah. Those things are always in a giant freaking case. Yeah. Damn. So I I did like a thing where. On every contract I go now, I wear a fanny pack. Really? Yeah. Because it's just so handy. Honestly, I'd wear one every day if I had stuff to carry <laughs> on me, honestly. The only thing I carry is wallet, vaporizer, and cell phone. And nowadays, I'm carrying that damn... Charger. No, I didn't get it off the TikTok shop that everyone's advertising. This is a cheaper version from Amazon that comes with two cables and every charging port. You know, it's one of those things... I'll probably put a link to it below and see if anybody likes to, you know, help a brother out by buying from my commission. <laughs> At any point, can plug stuff in. All my other stuff, plug it in, and then plug this in. And now we've got charging phone, charging, uh, you know, everything. Yeah. And I can plug in an iPhone on this side. So, fun times. Nice. It works amazing. Yes, you take it out in the the shop, but Anchor makes all kinds of crazy stuff, and they're always super expensive. I don't understand people who buy their power stations. Mm-hmm. I see people like Jerry Rig everything have them for welding, and big people who can spend five hundred thousand dollars on a shed in their backyard have these things. Anyone else who has a solar charging power hub that doesn't own an outdoor business for some reason is crazy. The one thing that always got me was when traveling and I had, like, a power bank, Mm it would run out, and I'd always have to have, like, a block and then a cord to then charge my power bank. And that's why I like that power anchor because I'm like, well, now I just can stick it into the uh, wall outlet, and it charges. I can even stick my phone on it, too. That's nice. Even they're doing, like, dual outlets and stuff. But so I, I got a pack of their seven-foot C2C cables with their guarantee of, you know, not rubbing out lifetime warranty, whatever, from Anchor. And that was only seven ninety nine. That started my Black Friday spending. And so I was like, damn, these things are just too good to give up, man. See, that's only 65-watt. Most of the uh, 
the chargers I have can charge anything from my MacBook Pro all the way down to my iPhone 12. Oh, really? Yeah, so they can charge everything at full fast speed. But that's why I like the uh, the Satechi. If I had one of these, I'd be an outdoor welder. Like, <laughs> that's all I would do with a $3,000 fucking generator. And it's electric only. So imagine you have no sun and you can't charge your giant generator that you just spent $3,500 on while it's $1,300 off. So it was crazy to think about that every time a fast charger is born, basically somebody dies. Yeah. Yeah. She's just gone nuclear. Just all nuclear. What's that that fucking character from the DC Universe? Captain Adam? Mm Mm-hmm. Had just kidnap one of those guys and then put them in a reactor. <laughs> so, but Elon Musk said that the entire United States could be powered off of two solar farms. Like that the sun gives off so much, you know, radiation and power that it would only take two, two miles by two miles of solar. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Let me get the exact quote. Yeah. 100 by 100 miles of solar can power the entire United States. So they just take one sunny part of the U.S. that the United States government owns, mow it down, put solar grid on it, and then we'll have free electricity. Right. Yeah, but they're never going to do that. Yeah, because they make too much. The subsidies alone that they pay back, like my electric for our house here, Mm -hmm. $281 last month. That's $10 a day. Tell me why it's $10 a day when the the problem is the uh, heater is the most expensive thing cold fronts last month my wife working from home kids being home all day my daughter's at school till two but all of a sudden she needs a heater on because she's anemic she gets cold easy she's always bundled up we've all seen her in the videos we know here it's like 120 dollars because we only have heater on four hours and five hours a day and then yeah. we have all this shit going 24 7 it's still only 100 dollars. why is it three times x there because it's a heater from the 1940s why don't which, you get a propane heater call the landlord he doesn't want to make no upgrades if it's a lateral upgrade where it costs him nothing and i can just install something sure like i pulled the uh electric heater out of the fireplace that's never worked Mm -hmm. because it turns out that it was gas and it's not even hooked up yeah so i was like well you know we'll just turn it into a fire oven also not recommended because there's bare gas propane uh lines that are going to the outdoors wherever that is hooked up and, or the gas line. Apparently, I have to have the city come out and then cap off those gas lines in order for me to use that as a fire-burning uh, fireplace. So, so dumb. So dumb. You know what I had that, that brings up to mind? I was watching the TV show Chernobyl on Max, on HBO Max. It's an older series. It came out like a couple years ago. Really good. Is it um, fiction? No, it's... It's, it's off- all documentary? Yeah, documentary style esque. I mean, they they is, have the. Is there acting in it? Yeah. Okay. Is that Tom Hanks? No, that's what's his face off the second Sherlock Holmes movie. Who plays Moriarty? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. Then on my TikTok feed, started to show up like these people going to. Um, oh man, I can't think of the like antique stores and finding uranium, uranium glass. I yeah. see that everywhere now. And I was like, how much like if how much uranium glass would it take in order to conserve some of that energy and use it to power something? 
I tried to look it up, and I was too afraid I was going to get flagged on Homeland Security by typing in uranium for power. Oh, no, that wasn't what I put in because it, it – okay. <laughs> let, me, let me show you all what I just did so that way the CIA or whoever, Homeland. <laughs> I typed this in, and then it says to make a generator. I was like, okay, yeah, let me click this. And then it goes nuclear bomb. It's almost always microwave safe. Uranium glass does not go into explode unless you heat it in the microwave. Can anyone tell me what the difference is between heating it and not heating it in the microwave? Because technically the microwaves heat whatever's in there, right? And organic or inorganic. This is uranium. Following the Cold War, restrictions on uranium glass were completely lifted. During this time, many older pieces entered the free market. And the new pieces continued to be product produced in small quantities until the 2000s. Huh. That's cool. You can own seven kilograms of uranium and not go to jail. I guess. Now it's seven, seven gra- or grams seven. of pure uranium. Seven that grams. That is enough to blow something up. Well, I meant more like generate. I, I, I think it generates radioactivity. Now trying to change that, you'd have to have a reactor. Mm-hmm. And the cost of the reactor way outweighs the, uh, the use. Like I think the government built a, a submarine. I saw somewhere years ago that the submarine costs more than it will ever save in its lifetime in people, catas- you know, uh, catastrophic failures, any energy it uses. All of that aside, it's strictly a death machine. It's supposed to be like an aid and, you know, find people at sea, whatever but it's just a nuclear submarine that costs the government nearly $100 billion to build, and it'll never recoup that money. Mm-hmm. A warship can recoup money because it's, you know, fighting, blah, 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 doing everything. A search and, you know, rescue submarine is like, oh, yeah, five bodies this year we found in the ice. Thank you, Cosmonaut. Friend story, segue into that from uranium glass and Not power. <clears throat> Power. Oh, look, this is trending right now. Why your radium glass goes by green? Plutonium is trending. God. See, but there's got to be a way you can just, like, you know, MacGyver a reactor together. Honey, we shrunk the nuclear reactor. Man builds his own nuclear reactor. Boom. Dude. This is the stuff I try to look up on when I'm in my office not doing anything and I'm super bored which segues into a patient I had what happened with your patient uh so so they'd come in so their name's Courtney I got permission to say it He's I got so permission excited to about say this it. story I haven't heard it yet <clears throat> it, having me on the edge of my seat all day has it yeah so um she she had come in for for a migraine treatment and you treat migraines yeah isn't sex the best thing for a, he- a headache? I saw that. Fluids are really good. I saw sex was better. But I don't know about sex. You know, every time she says, no, honey, I have a headache. Well, I got the best cure. That's the it, scientifics. It's scientifically proven. You know what else is scientifically proven? What? An IV for migraines. If he won't do the trick, IVs will. <laughs> uh, that's on the secret menu, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's, there's other pokey things. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so Courtney, what happened? Yeah. So so she had come in for for migraine treatment, and um, she's telling me if I know this lady, and uh, she's not a patient of mine. Like I'm, it's a lady I have hit on in the past. Her name's Mallory. She she had worked at Long Shots, and there was at a, a bar. Pe- there was a period of time where me and my friend would go to Long Shots for for lunch, right? And you know, like she's cute, so you know I'd hit on her, and you know, have had a drink or two, and then just like been like, hey, you know, can I get your number, or like you want my number? How many times you get told no? Uh, it wasn't a direct no. It was more like a oh, I can't do that, or or maybe next time. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I figured it was going to happen anyway. He didn't I've, take it as a roadblock. He took it as an invitation to try again. I mean, I was just goofing around. That's my man. Just new boot goofing. Yep. So then, you know, after a while, when I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to like slow down on hitting on her because you know she's like not getting the joke or whatever of just like consistently. It's kind of like making. So yeah, so now it's like awkward. So then I like slow down and stop, and so segues back to Courtney coming in. She's like, "Yeah, do you know this lady Mallory?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." And she's like, "Well, she she works there at Maurice's, and apparently she was talking with uh, one of the other coworkers there about me because I will go and see Courtney sometimes and give her her shots." Yeah. And apparently, I don't know what she was saying. I would assume it was like of me, con- like hitting on her, explaining the the riz. Yeah, explaining the riz and how awful it was. <coughs> and um, apparently, the other coworker thought that I was her brother because I'd go over so often to give her her shots. And uh, Mallory's or Courtney? Courtney's. Okay. So I was really shocked and saddened there for a moment. <laughs> so then, apparently, when Mallory found out the information that it might be Courtney's brother, she just like shut up and never said like anything else ever again, for fear of something might happen. But you never know who you know, so don't talk shit to other people. This town is like full of telephone. Oh yeah, that game is nuts. The just the Richard situation. I don't know how many times I've told it. Basically, the pot shop owner joke, bad thing, you know, made a bunch of gay jokes. I made a a tit joke to him in front of a customer of his who turned out to be another business owner who understood and laughed at the joke, took it very offensive and now hates me, talks to even our, uh, you know, part-time employee Kyle here that we're not the best place to work for. Really? Yeah. God. Yeah, some, I don't know. The game of telephone is ridiculous because then things get so misconstrued. I just do the the whole thing where I'm like, you talk to me yourself. If I don't like you, I'll tell you I don't like you. Right. Most of the time people get that I don't like them by exactly what I tell them, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. But, yeah, that was a fun, interesting story I had for today. And she she has not spoken to you since, Mallory? Yeah, no. She still work at Long Shots and Maurice's? I I don't know I don't know I'm I think she works at Maurice's but 
I have seen her a couple times at working at long shots, but I, at this point, it's just like, yeah, it's too awkward for for me to try and hit on her again. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I told you the story when we landed in uh, Vegas. My son was me and my wife took turns going to play casino games, right? And we were up like fifteen hundred bucks in the first couple of minutes. Super happy, great paying for one of the tickets to and from we all of a sudden we go sit down and it's her turn we move towards our gate and i'm like yeah we'll be over near the gate you go have your smoke break play a little bit come back i think she lost like 100 bucks comes back and at that time my son is next to a busty blue-eyed blonde-haired woman with a broken foot having the conversation of his life about how daddy is the best man and he's super fun. He plays all the games. And that my son knows all the names to all the games and all the people. And that we should play together. Me and her. Your son was rizzing her up Dude, for you. she took it like I've never seen. I understand the kid joke of like, oh, you know, single dads. That boy would be mean. It'd be unfair. If I was a single dad, it'd be unfair to have that kid around. Yeah. Because he's just like. I play skibbity toilet. You want to play? And it's just like a, a head of a man popping out of a toilet going skibbity boop, skibbity boop, boop, boop. Yes, yes. And he's just so ecstatic about it. Like, yeah, play with me, play with me. At one point, he like gets up and touches her. And I'm like, don't grab the boob, kid. Don't grab the boob. You know? <laughs> grab the boob, kid. Grab the boob. Uh, it was just, uh, you hear the stories and I can't, quantify or explain to you how funny it was when my wife walks up and goes the fuck is going on mm-hmm. and I was like oh come on CJ time to get on flight you know we go bye bye nice to meet your new friend she's like oh nice to meet you too your son is gorgeous it's like she's probably 21 yeah like 33 year old uh, bear of a man over here going yeah he's alright sounds like your son's gonna be a real charmer he got in so much trouble the other night. He said to mommy that he didn't love mommy, so I put his ass straight to bed. And I don't think he understands the gravity of that and how much it hurts a parent when, like, the kids say that. My mm-hmm. seven-year-old daughter has been more angry with us. Like, I, I, I can't understand how easy it is for him to get, like, I'm not going to be a nice friend. Like, try and blackmail us with that to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. It's fucking YouTube. It's YouTube poisoning my kid. But... My uh, my seven-year-old never has that problem. If she's angry, she'll just want to fight. She's like not really like fist fight, but she'll want to wrestle and get her energy out or her anger out. Last night we did, uh, she bit me so hard on the leg and then uh, basically like twisted my foot. So I kept giving her an elbow in the side of her leg, like the hip. Mm-hmm. I guess I gave her a dead leg and she didn't know how to react to it. So she was just screaming like, it's not working. Help. <laughs> And I was like, well, it's just a dead leg. Rub it. You'll be fine. She rubs it, and then she starts laughing because I guess she's, like, tickling a bone. And I was like, I didn't break anything, I don't think. But <laughs> I dropped a people's elbow a couple of times in the same position. That's how you fuck your kids up for life. Yeah. I just thought it was hilarious. This girl was nightmare screaming, like, help, help. Right after a Dude. dead leg? Yeah, because I got her twice with the elbow because <clears throat> um, she was biting my leg. And I was like, and just got her barely, like, and it was done from there. And she was limping around the rest of the night, like, ah, I just want some water. I got to hurt. I got an owie. I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. One of these days you're going to be like, <laughs> one of these days she's going to learn the word Charlie horse. Dude. Oh, man. I, I know she doesn't drink enough water as it is right now. None of yeah. my family do. And uh, that's going to be one of those things where that girl is going to be walking around here and just catch a cramp one day and be like, my life is over. Yeah. She's so melodramatic when she has like an actual fear of something. It's like the world ended. Just the idea that there's a snake or a giant spider that's going to eat her. Boom. Super girlies girl. After she's done screaming, she'll swing an axe at the spider. You know, like, you ever seen Jumanji with the girl who's like swinging, trying to hit the spider or the monkey boy? Yeah. That's my daughter. Just keep missing, missing, missing. Hits the one. She goes, yeah. And then gets bit by a spider. Probably be her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's poison. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. That kid's going to be nuts when she's older. We were talking about, uh, I guess the school put her in some type of like special care class because she doesn't like to check out the books for her grade. She likes to check out the picture books. Mm -hmm. She reads at like a fourth grade level, but she likes the books that have more visual storytelling. It's like Tism, baby. Yeah, but she doesn't have Tism. But she doesn't tell the teachers why she likes those books. So the teachers are like, well, you're just not reading at a normal level. Like, she's already been tested. She's tested at a higher than normal level. She reads at home. She reads constantly. We do wordscapes every day. She plays that a lot for a, a game. You know, the one where you have to do, like, act, cat, tack, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all large format words. And she's doing really good with them, learning all new words every day. Loves reading. But this one thing... It's they incentivize the kids to go to this learned class with like bingo parties. They get pizza and all this fun stuff. And this, when I was a kid, we had teachers like that, but it was always the special needs students that got those fun things every week because they were just innocent kids always trying to keep them entertained, you know, with the pizzas, the taco parties, the little things. And I feel like my daughter's being put into that class because she likes books with pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get better books at your fucking school. What's wrong Why with you? Why don't you just send her with some comic books? But here's the thing. They had no outside books. Really? It has to be reading material authorized by the school. That's dumb. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll just buy her books. <coughs> you know, get her the whole fucking Harry Potter set. And that's definitely above a third grade, second grade level. Mm-hmm. I think I read Harry Potter 1 when I was in first grade. Second yeah. grade. Mrs. Smith class. Gosh. Sorcerer's Stone. I love reading comic books growing up. (coughs) Man, my throat. It's that pepperoni. Yeah, but damn, it was good. That's where I learned how to read, mostly. I guess, I don't know. I read regular books, but also enjoyed comic books because of the pictures. But comic books also have quite a variety of vernacular in it. Yeah, especially like Spider-Man because it was angsty teen was one of the first ones to mm-hmm. kind of incorporate the children's speak mindset, you know, where it was like they're talking like hip and kids and all this stuff and doodads and what do they call it? I couldn't imagine being a kid nowadays. I try and put myself in my kid's shoes and like, I remember when I was this young. Oh, shit, this was horrible. All right, everybody, if you enjoyed watching crazy, you know, stories and things that we had to share today, including our pizza rollies, that I'd say a 6 out of 10, but it was all right. Like, comment, subscribe, follow the links if you care to, and we'll see you next week at During Business Hours. It's been slow today. I enjoy it.